Julian of Narch. Julian, she's born around 1342. We don't know exactly when she dies, maybe around 1417. At the age of 30 and a half, in the year 1373, on May 13th, but she has a near-death experience. And in the midst of that near-death experience, she's given 16 showings, revelations of Christ's passion. The descriptions are really remarkable. After this, she has a miraculous recovery. And she writes down what she calls the vision showed by the goodness of God to a devout woman. By this stage, she's now an anchoress in the city of Norwich. You know what an anchoress is? A person who chooses to be enclosed within a cell and adopt a particular lifestyle of asceticism and prayer. The cell built alongside the church where she could observe the liturgy during the day. Food would be passed into her. Uh, Julian's theology is not school theology. It's not like what the academic scholastics were doing. It's a visionary account and a theological, mystical meditation on what those visions meant that has a profound, deep, but integrated theology. The more you read her, the more you see how integrated her vision of God and God's relationship to the world is. Striking originality of what she has to say. The center is love. He says for 15 years she'd be asking God for deeper insight into this thing, the experience. The answer was given her in our spiritual understanding, voice of God. Know it well, love was his meaning. Who reveals it to you, love? Why did he reveal love? What did he reveal love? Remain in this and you will know more of the same. So it's God as love. Charity, uncreated charity, created charity, and given charity. The uncreated charity of God, the created charity that is the soul, and the given charity, which is the gift of grace in deeds and by which we love God for himself and ourselves in God. That's the kind of center. But perhaps the most important practice of living out the message of love is prayer. Because in prayer we worship charity unmade, that's God. We express the depths of our own charity made, our created nature, our soul. And we exercise the charity given by Christ and the Holy Spirit. We exercise the gift of grace. And she teaches us about prayer, specifically in Revelation 14. The 14th of the 16 revelations centers on prayer. After this, our Lord showed me about prayer. In which showing I saw two conditions, two characteristics in those who pray. One condition is that they will not pray at random, but only for what is God's will and worship. The second is that they apply themselves mightily and continuously to beseech, ask God, what is his will and what is his worship? That is, how should we worship him? These two characteristics, Julian explains in accordance with the teaching of the Holy Church. Pray in the right way is to pray for things that are in accordance with God's will and his worship. Once again, fiat voluntas tua, let God's will be done. Secondly, our beseeching, Julian says, must be strong and unrelenting. We have to keep praying to God with what she calls sure trust, secret trust. And it's also a prayer that's incorporated into the life of Christians. It's a collective prayer. She says, and thus we pray for all manner of people that God's will be done. For we would that all manner of men and women were in the same virtue and grace that we desire for ourselves. 
But she knows proper praying is not easy. And she notes that it's difficult to pray because we often doubt that God hears us. We sense our own unworthiness. And we often experience dryness in praying. She says she has experienced all of these. Have we all? As she confronts God with these problems about praying, these difficulties, she says, God says to her, I am the ground of thy beseeking. I am the ground of your beseeching. I am the ground or foundation of your beseeching. First it is my will that you should have it, the beseeching, asking. Then I make you wish for it, then I make you beseech it, and you ask for it. How could it be then that you would not have what you beseech? So in other words, Julian has recentered prayer in God rather than in us. If we realize that it's God who is praying in us, God is the ground of our beseeching, God is the ground of our asking, we get a whole different view of prayer. Praying is not something that we do. Praying is something that God is doing in us as the ground of our beseeching. And that should give us confidence in our prayer, even when it seems very difficult to do, when we have dryness, when we have difficulty understanding if we are heard. And she goes on to emphasize that it's this kind of prayer which is actually the source of our union with God. Prayer ones the soul with God. Prayer ones the soul with God. It makes God to become one with us. When we recognize that it's God praying in us, we are one with God. In the final part of the uh, 14th showing in the short text, Julian makes a further step from petitionary prayer, which is really what beseeching is, to contemplative prayer emphasizing that prayer makes an accord between God and the soul, and that we may move from the prayer of supplication to the prayer in which we behold reverently what God says, that is, behold or contemplate reverently what he says. So within the act of praying, we move from beseeching to looking, to beholding, to what we can call contemplation. Julian highlights the fact that all our prayer is part of Christ's prayer, as given to us by the Holy Spirit. Julian says more about the relationship between prayer of petition, the prayer of thanksgiving, and the prayer of vision or contemplation. Petitionary prayer, beseeching, is a true, gracious, lasting will of the soul, won and fastened into the will of our Lord by the sweet, secret working of the Holy Spirit. Our Lord himself is the first receiver of our prayer, and he accepts it most thankfully. So prayer is Christological but it's also the work of the Holy Spirit. Thanksgiving. Thanking is a true inward knowing with great reverence and lovely dread, loving fear, turning ourselves with all our powers toward the task our Lord stirs in us that is enjoying and thinking inwardly. And the prayer of vision or contemplation, mystical prayer. And thus we shall with his sweet grace in our own meek and continual prayer Come into him now in this life with many secret touchings of sweet spiritual sights and feelings measured out to us as our simplicity may bear it. When by his special grace God shows himself here, he strengthens the creature from above and he measures the showing according to his will as it is profitable for the person at that time. A prayer that starts from the petitionary level, moves on to thanksgiving, and comes into a prayer of contemplation. That's Julian's message.